Hey guys, we're back for another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Geek Goddess is here. Hey cutie is here. And we are so happy to be back with you all because we kind of sort of took a week break. Yes, so we recorded part one and part two the same week. So we haven't recorded in two weeks. So we missed you guys. Um, Absolutely. But this is our 40th episode. We just turned 40. Before oh, 40 is fabulous. <laughs> yes. So in honor of the party, what are we drinking? We are drinking Prosecco. Yes. And we have um, some frozen fruit in there, mango and peach. Yeah, Gives it a little more flavor. But let me tell y'all, this Prosecco is from Trader Joe's. It's called so Secco. You have to try it. It's really good. Really good. So good. I'll put a picture on it on the um, website, on the description. It is really good. Mm-hmm. It Absolutely. is really good. And it was reasonably priced as well. Which is important because it's like, I was at um, Total Wine oh, I saw. this past mm-hmm. weekend, you know, <laughs> and I was like, why is this stuff so expensive? Like, why? Mm-hmm. And then there's, I don't know, oh, I can't remember the name of the champagne, but it's some champagne that I guess is like the new thing in like rap videos or whatever. Oh, is it rosé? No, it's like, oh, it starts with a B or something. It's the black rose, or is it that one? That's the rosé I'm talking about. Is it in a black bottle? Uh-uh. No? No, it's oh. something else that I didn't think would be in like rap videos and oh. rap songs and stuff, but of course, you know, know, my other half keeps his ear to the trap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, you know, this is what they're talking about? This stuff is $30. And I was like, oh, well, you know, you got a ball on the budget these days. <laughs> right. But, I mean, it's $30 at the store, so you know how much they charge. Oh, yeah. Them. It's $300 at the club. Right. Like, clearly. And this is what I said to him. I'm like, yeah, Ciroc is $20 at the liquor store. Well, it's $200. No. no. That little bottle they give you at the club. No. That that bottle is like forty five dollars, and it's like two hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. either way, yes, the markup is crazy. So yes, no, I feel you. On that. I'm like, I'd be flossing it too, but I wonder why people don't sneak in drinks. And, but that's a whole other conversation. So anyway, <laughs> people do. Our friends sneak drinks in. <laughs> like the markup is so ridiculous. I just want to have a good time and not like spend up all my rent money. Look, I'm drinking. I'm pre gaming. I'm all about the pregame. I'm all about having my drink in the car before I walk in. You're not going to bust me down in the club Yo, for drinks. We went to a gala this weekend. How about old people was in the car pregaming? The lady part next to us. Lady, they got a reception. Like, <laughs> it's free drinks in here. Like, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm pregame for free drinks. Like, come on. <laughs> like, if you get out of the car and come on, you get in here on time and, and still get, get that open drink. car reception. Right. <laughs> yeah, she was. I didn't even know old people pregame, but they do. I will be an old woman one day. Pregaming. It yeah. starts, you start that young. I'm not pregaming. <laughs> Once I get over like 50 and I feel like You're I've just established gonna carry a and I've worked too hard. No, I'm walking in. I'm not paying for nothing. <laughs> I'm like walking in like I'm somebody to like everything. Like I <laughs> Drink? You want me to pay for a drink? Which was my issue with the event. So they, they must have had like an open bar from like the first hour or whatever. Okay. And then after you sit down, you go to the bar 
But this is once the program is going. But you have to buy a drink. That's stupid. You'd think it would be reversed. Have like, open, like, pay for your cash bar before. I don't want to pay for nothing. Well, did These you have to buy tickets? Oh. It's $175 a person. You should be pouring, like, ace of spades <laughs> at this table right now. And I ain't talking about this cheap Chardonnay y'all keep walking through here. Like, I want some, like, Dom Perignon or something. Like... What? I gotta buy a drink ticket? Look. And where was I? What was that Saturday night? Girl. Home drunk. Look at you know, no. Yeah, no, I was ran still stuff up there and bought yeah. two tickets and was like, you better drink everything. <laughs> 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 okay. Absolutely. And, and I will. Oh, we didn't cheers. We haven't cheers in ages. Cheers. Yes. So he got us his drinking late. Uh, listen, ladies no. and gentlemen. We had a birthday this weekend. He got it. So we are drinking in birthday. honor of the birthday. That's why we're keeping it light with the Prosecco. Still keeping fruit. it light because, as you guys know, I've been on P90X and trying to lose some weight. Mm-hmm. And I've lost um, a grand total of, <clears throat> drum roll please, one pound. <laughs> so... The struggle is real. Trying to get my life together. <laughs> Let me tell you how. Yeah, so I'm back doing two smoothies a day <laughs> and a salad because I need to get into this bathing suit in a couple weeks. Look. Sometimes you got to starve yourself. You just got to, like, give up everything for, like, two weeks. Yeah. Then- so this will be the only, because I did go kind of crazy drinking this week, and I was drunk on Friday. I didn't drink anything on Saturday, and I had the Bloody Mary on Sunday, but... I got to get my life back on track. I can't do this anymore. Start Monday. Today's get your life on track. Absolutely. Anyway, so good news. We have a review. Yes, we do. It was on iTunes. It was a five-star review from Bruce underscore Banner 31. It said, you two ladies are funny, witty, and have great chemistry. I love the podcast and really enjoy the relatable topics. Keep them coming. Thank you, baby. Yes, definitely. Thanks for listening. And please leave your reviews on iTunes. We will read them. iTunes or SoundCloud on the website. We will read them on the podcast. Actually, we did have a review on Facebook. I'm Uh the worst because I don't (laughs) (laughs) It was very nice. It came in a direct message. Oh, awesome. Um, and if I can pull it up, then I'll I'll read it to the listeners if my computer ever comes. Okay. <laughs> um, it just said, "Hey, love the podcast. Just listen to the Good Guys episode." So okay. I was like, "Thanks for listening." Awesome. Yes. Who did it come from? Is it the real Jasmine name? Jasmine Butler. Oh, thanks for listening, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. So. Please send us a review. We do read everything. We read our messages on Facebook. Um. I reply very timely, even though I forget stuff. I do reply very timely. I do, yeah. I reply if I see um, comments on Instagram or Twitter. So hit us up. Let us know you're listening. So speaking of questions and um, reviews, tonight's episode is a question from a listener. Um, we got a question on Ask.fm. So if you guys have questions, go to Ask.fm. FM backslash drink to remarry. And our question for tonight is 
How do you know when it's really love versus lust or infatuation? That's <laughs> a loaded question. question. Very loaded. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> so, love. Hmm. Um, yeah. How many times <laughs> have you been in love? I would have to say, I think I've been in love one like four or five times and it's usually just well this is the thing caveat Mm -hmm. so I feel like every time I've thought I was in love and broke up with that person and I'm in the next relationship it changes almost what it means like then then I question was that really love so you know it's it's hard to kind of think you know hard to define love I think you can love a person versus being in love with a person yeah so that whole being in love, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I guess for me, looking back on all the relationships, mm-hmm. I would say, so prior to the boo, there's only one other person that I told I was in love with. Wow. Now, granted, I had told my daughter's father that I loved him, but, but then there I was. <laughs> Child, please. <laughs> we were so young, mm-hmm. and it was like, uh, we're supposed to be in love because, you know, we have a baby. Right. And like, but I don't really love you. And I actually don't <laughs> like you. And <laughs> but that's kind of how I feel. Like, when I was younger, you I almost had, like, this, you know, fairy tale idea of what love yeah. is. Yeah. And you throw around yes. the love word, like, nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Two months in and everything is good. Love you. Yeah. Definitely. But not really, though. And so, I guess I look back on those relationships. Like, I know for a fact I wasn't in love. I might have said I love the Mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. I might have said that to them and to other people. But, no, not at all. I wouldn't (laughs) even, like, drop a tear. Like, no. So, what's the difference between that and what you consider love to be now? Um, I think now it's the... The level of sacrifice and submission that I'm willing to take mm-hmm. on for the person or the relationship. That's okay. kind of how I gauge my love. Mm-hmm. Um, with those past relationships, it was like, please. I wouldn't like <laughs> miss a, a magazine subscription. For the you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> oh, God. I wouldn't give up half my hamburger. But no, I love you. <laughs> I really don't. I'm not willing to alter my life. I'm not willing to, um, you know, sacrifice any of my yeah. preferences. Yeah. No, if it's not going exactly my way, right. then I don't even want to deal with you. That's not love. Right. Yes. No, I think that's a perfect example. Not love at all. But there was one, one person mm-hmm. prior to the boo that I've, felt like I was really, really, really in love with this person, mm-hmm. but we weren't in a official committed relationship. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell him I loved him until I was ending it with him. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, and you still think it was love, mm-hmm. but why didn't it work out? Um, I think because I suppressed what I really wanted mm-hmm. for so long, okay. just because I enjoyed being with him and being around him or mm-hmm. whatever. And his reasoning for not being in a relationship now, I wouldn't have taken that, but right. at the time I did. Okay. So it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, I'll just sit back and play 
the dummy and maybe he'll come on, he'll come mm-hmm. around. But, um, I think it was like, I, I just knew it really was. And I just knew this mm. was somebody I really wanted to be with. And I didn't give him an opportunity to right. change his stance on a relationship. Because, it was just yeah. like, we've been doing this for a couple of years and I don't want to do it anymore. Don't call me. And like, that was it. And you know, <laughs> once she cut you off, <laughs> don't come back to this one. No, that actually wasn't the case. Though, so I had okay. to follow up with him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Tommy lied to our I listeners. Had, like, called him maybe like a month or two later or something. Mm-hmm. And he kind of brushed me off because his parents were in town. He's like, you know, and then going back to the fact that his parents had visited while we were dating. And you never met them. And I never met them. So okay. that was one of the things where it was like, yeah. hey, you really into me like I'm into you. Mm-hmm. And he kind of brushed me off. And, you know, my ego was like, girl, I'm never calling him again because mm-hmm. he was not checking for me like I needed him to be checking right. for me. Yeah, and then like, please, man, I swear it was like sixty days later. He was like had some kids on the way or something, and was married. Girl, I'm like, okay, that (laughs) seems to have that happened. That's happened to me a couple times, where it's like you're dating this person, like it could go just how you Mm -hmm. said, like it was never. Oh, that's my man. That's my girl. And then you, because me. I will put my time in, and when I get when I'm done, I'm done. I'm walking away. There's, you know, goodbye. Yeah. But dude will either get married, like you said, he's in this relationship. They're having kids, and I'm like, oh, huh? <laughs> right. What? Like test run? Was this a test run? <laughs> now yeah. you married with two kids and a white picket fence, and right. like what? <laughs> exactly. You know, and it was so strange because like. We were in what you would consider to be a relationship to the point where it's like you could drop by and not have to call first. Mm-hmm. So I know you're not dealing with nobody else. Right. You know I'm not dealing with anybody else. It just doesn't have that official title yes. for whatever reason that men feel like they don't want to give something official title. Yeah, we'll have to get into together. that. Gotta check all 15 of these boxes off first. Whatever. Topic coming soon. Yes, we are going to get But it was that. like, oh... Oh, okay. You you really were ready to commit, just but just not, not to, me. to me. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Right. About it. But then I also I I'm just a true believer in it wasn't supposed to happen anyway. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I feel like as long as I'm walking away from it with some type of experience or learning something about myself, then it wasn't a waste of time. But we, you it's know, it's hard to say that when you're like transitioning out of that relationship and back into it's kind of like like you having a job for a long time and then you either get fired or laid off or whatever and now you're transitioning into this new space Mm -hmm. don't nobody be wanting to hear about you know it's all for the best when you ain't got no checks coming in (laughs) when you look at your phone like am i getting served because nobody desert storm I could actually go back to minutes on AT and T because nobody is blowing this phone out. Like, so I can say it now that I'm happily in love and with yeah. somebody else. It's like, oh, thank goodness, thank goodness, see, he wasn't the one. Thank I've, goodness. But I've done. But for me, I think I've usually been the one to end the relationship. And I've said it before. Once I get to that point, I have. I've thought through everything. Like, I'm so good with my decisions. So, it's like, no, I'm good. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty flighty. Um, <laughs> and I do make impulse decisions. Let me tell you, this is why we ended it. Because, and I might have told you this before. I was with him looking for a picture. Like, so long, crazy story. But basically, my mama had asked me, who is this guy you've been hanging out with whatever, mm-hmm. for so long. I've heard about him. I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. But what does he look like? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, send me, give me a picture. I'm telling him, give me a picture so I can send it to my mama. Okay. Right? Yeah. So we're sitting and looking through his phone to see, like, what's the best picture to send my mama or whatever. Yes. But at that moment, I realized he has no pictures of me. Oh. And we've been dating on and off like two years. Yeah. So... It was just like an eye-opening moment yeah. for me. Like, if I walk out of his life tomorrow, nothing changes. He has mm-hmm. no pictures of me around. Yeah. It, like, there hasn't been an investment in this relationship. There hasn't been a sacrifice. There's been nothing. And so I ended up leaving. It was like a holiday weekend, maybe Memorial Day or 4th of July or something, because mm-hmm. I was over there for, like, a barbecue. And then I came over his house on, like, a Monday. I remember it being Monday. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. We're done. I love you, and you haven't treated me like I wanted to be so treated. did he react when you said you loved him? Yeah. He was like, kind of like, what are you talking about? Right. Like, I didn't even know this. Like, you didn't even. So, I think we go wrong. Like, women go wrong. I always say this. Like, I say it a lot to my friends now. Never start this relationship saying, oh, I don't want. I'm not looking for a relationship. Because mm-hmm. you are. You don't know what you want. Yeah. And to a man saying that, that means, oh, she don't want nothing from me. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. instead of just going with the flow and see where it goes, because then once you kind of close that door for them, to them, they're not going to try to reopen it most likely. But what happens when you meet someone and maybe you really, really don't want anything serious? Maybe you really don't but want anything I, serious. And then it, it evolves into love. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just never say that to them that you're okay. not looking. I, I mean, yeah, just never verbally say it to them. I mean, you can show people in a ton of ways, yeah. but to come out and just say it to them, they're like, mm, she ain't really feeling me or she doesn't want to be with me like that. You so know, they'll smash. They'll take you out. But I think that's true. There was another guy that I was dating. Why do I feel like I've dated everybody <laughs> under the freaking sun? But we started the relationship, if you will, the, uh-huh. the um, situationship is what we're going to call it. <laughs> situationship. And it was like, well, I'm not looking for anything serious. You're not looking for anything serious. Bad. Our first date, he didn't come get me. We met. Where well, we I'm going. like that. For the first date, you're not coming to get me. Right? And no. so in my mind, it's like, oh, okay. You didn't even offer to come get me, though. So in my mind, mm-hmm. us already saying that this is just, I, you know, we're just right. hanging out or whatever. That's the standard. So we're hanging out for a couple of months or whatever. But because we're just hanging out and we're not in a committed relationship, I am entertaining other people. Right. So I entertain somebody else. <laughs> and this somebody else, I just happen to really, really like. Mm-hmm. And this somebody else wanted to be in a committed relationship. But at that point, I was like, okay, I think I want to be in a committed relationship too. Mm-hmm. So I go to old guy and I'm like, hey. Gonna have to break it off with you because I'm actually starting a relationship with somebody else, right? But like, no, like, don't call me because now I got a man. Okay. Like, I can't hang out with you because I got a man now. Okay. 
<laughs> and he was upset. And he was like, you didn't even give me a chance. You didn't tell me that you wanted a relationship. And I'm like, because you said you wanted to, like, you weren't looking for a relationship. Right. And you was busy. And, and yada, so yada, yada. it's the same thing. If guys tell you that, believe him. And I guess guys believe you when you say it. That's why I say, don't say nothing. Because yeah. if you don't know me, I can be the best thing that ever happened to you. But because you told yeah. me you're not looking for anything. I think women are more he open to it. He hated me for a while. For that. <laughs> I'm you sure. met my mom and everything. Well, why you got me meeting your mama? I mean, it was, such- it was like a holiday. It was like Christmas. And I was like, well, I ain't gonna do. And I think like, you know, many goddesses with her dad is some stuff. I was like, okay. See, I'm, I'm funny though. Your mama, your mama don't love me. Well, and that's why I'm funny because the parents always love me. And uh, I may not love your son. But you said you didn't want to be in a serious <laughs> relationship. So you can't be mad when, when I, I move yeah, on. You're right. Yeah. He, yeah. He hated me for a minute for that. And I was like, I can't, because I can't cheat on my boyfriend with you. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Oh, I'll be a lot of things, but I'm not a cheater. <laughs> so, but how do you know and stuff? Is there like a time frame? Do you think there should be a time frame? I feel like you have to experience different things with a person. Like what? Experience what? I mean, it just can't be all good. I want to see how you handle adversity. I want to see, do you know what I'm saying? Because if you don't see that about a person, to me, and it's all just roses and candy. What if it is all good though? No. It, what if you just this mesh? is the thing? It's not about it. Uh, it should be all good, regardless mm-hmm. of what they're going through. But how do they handle it? Are they pushing you away? Okay. Are they? Do you know what I'm saying? Like there are different things that different situations. How do they act around your friends? How do they act around? Because all of that. Changes. Yeah. It just, you know, and if you're not eyes wide open, seeing it, oh, I've been there. And you feel like <laughs> you need enough time to experience different yeah. situations in order to say, I actually love you. I'm in love with you. Well, I, for me, it, it, it's love the person for who they are first before I can say, I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. I have to really genuinely, gosh, this, this person is great. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not saying the person has to be perfect. But it's like, they're just a really good person. I think that attracts me to a guy. Have you been in a situation where you thought you were in love with someone and then something happened? You know, one of these experiences Mm -hmm. and it shaped, I guess, your thinking from that point on or it altered your thinking from that point on? No, I think I, well, it's hard to answer that because it's almost like I can say yes, Mm -hmm. but then it's like, was it really, I I always go back to them, was it really love? Did I really know this person well enough to really, truly say, oh, yeah, I love them? Yeah. (laughs) But could it be a case where, I don't know, um... So, so Boo gave me this story about Fox and the great bush, bush or something, or the apple bush, or it's, um, it's a you know. Story. You know, I'm really not sure. <laughs> I think it's a fable. Okay. But knowing him, like you know, when you're in a relationship with an intellect, it's like mm-hmm, you never know. Yeah, what yeah, yeah, I'm listening, but I'm not. <laughs> so I'm not. basically. 
to paraphrase the story in, in the terms that I understood it mm-hmm. was like, you want something, you want something, you want it. And it's great when you want it. But then when you can't get it, you find a way to diminish the value of it. Because you can't yes. get it. So it's almost like you may really, really like this guy, but mm-hmm. he's just saying and showing you he doesn't want to be in a relationship. So you start like And then it's sabotage. like, well, it wouldn't really love. He wouldn't really all of that mm-hmm. anyway. And you know what? Because that one time yeah. that I think he might have been looking at my friend. And so <laughs> I, how do you know? I think... And, you know, you always say, I don't know why you still friends with your exes. Da, 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 da. I feel like if it was... These people are <laughs> But for me to look back, then I would have to say I was truly in love with one person. Mm-hmm. Because that's that relationship that, to me, we are friends. Like, there would be no cutting him off. Like, I may need some space and, you know, for a mm-hmm. while. But then we always seem to end up not back together, but, like, you know... I don't want to, uh, what do you call it? Um, <laughs> like friendly, like, uh, what's the word? I can't think of the I word. Know because I've never had it. I've <laughs> people all the way off. Anyway, so we, like, we can be cordial. That's the word. But is it the chemistry though? Cause you can have like chemistry or like this magnetic kind of connection with someone. Right. And because of that, even when the relationship doesn't work, it's like, man, this person is so cool, though. Yes. And I think that's exactly what it is. And that means it's like, so I still love that person. I'm not in love with that person, but because of who that person is, you know, Mm -hmm. just didn't work out for us doesn't diminish anything about him. How do you distinguish love between or love versus lust. How do you know if it's like, oh my God, he's so fun and he just like rocks <laughs> my world. I'm in love. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess I know, but um, <laughs> for me, mm-hmm. because I'm very moody, I'm very like, you know. I could be very sometimesy with guys or I don't want to be around you. Some, you know, I need my space. To, but I think when I can, almost like what you said when we started, kind of compromise mm-hmm. what I, you know, want. Or it doesn't always have to be about me. Mm-hmm. Because I am used to getting and doing whatever the hell I want. I'm by myself. So, yeah. but when you start, you know, trying to cater or make sure you're available. and But... Again, I think it just goes back to that person, how the chemistry is. Yeah. Even outside of physical. I'm just talking about being able to just enjoy and want to be around that person and do things for that person and, you know. Yeah, I think that's true. I think for me, it's like being willing to compromise. Mm-hmm. I am. I would never say I'm going to um, give up my own happiness. Absolutely. For someone else. No. Right? That's not what compromise means to me. No. Yeah. Like. Because I'm doing it because I'm happy to do it. Exactly. I'm not going to downplay my personal values. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to. um, Stop doing what you want to do. Yeah. Like, no, I'm just going to make. Like I I always say, you make time for the things you want to do. No matter how busy you are, that sliver, if I have five minutes and I would rather talk to you than make this food. Do you know what I mean? That's where it's like, 
I think with the with the boo, I think the one thing that I found with him that I didn't do with anyone else was really accept him for who he is. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, it was kind of like, if you could have did that one thing differently, you yes. would have been afraid. Or if you changed this thing about you, I could actually jive mm-hmm. with you or whatever. But with yep. him, it's like, mm-hmm, yep, that's who he is. Right. Yeah, and I but still love it. <laughs> I think that comes with maturity. I think, you know, yeah. it, I think it really does because, and also being comfortable with who you are too. Mm-hmm. So you're not looking for this person to fill this void so they don't have to be perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm good with who I am. I'm good with who you are. I don't need you to make me better or whatever. We're just coming together because we enjoy each other's company. And it's like companionship. I think it all comes down to companionship. Yeah. I and that's true. Lust is like fantasy to me. Lust is all physical. You can, that's like one night stand. Like, how do you say you are in love with this dude and all you've done was meet him at the club, he bought you a drink and you slept with him? But even outside <laughs> of like the physical of having sex or whatever, I think. Less is fantasy because it's like I've created this idea in, head, yep. in my mm-hmm. mind of what's best for me and what I need and what I want. And because he fits some of these check boxes yes. and this, he fulfills this fantasy person, he's my, you know, knight in shining armor, mm-hmm. then I love this fantasy. So he fits into the fantasy. So I automatically I love, love him. And that's what I mean about having to go through things with people. Yeah. Because if all you see is, oh, yeah, let's go out. We'll go to this fabulous restaurant. We'll do this and do that. But then you see nothing else of this person. Mm-hmm. You don't even really know who the person is. So, And you don't know if they are capable of expressing love in a way that's really going to speak to you or, you know, willing to just kind of do the certain things that maybe you're looking mm-hmm. for or whatever. I just think lust is like you... Once you get past 30 years old, I think you can easily distinguish love versus lust. Now, for all of our under 30 listeners, (laughs) give it some time. (laughs) Because you'll come into your own as well. (laughs) You will, because I think, one, you have to look at the situation. How did you meet this person? Yeah. And what... mental state were you in were you in when you met this person and a lot of times it's like okay let's say you're 25 years old and you just broke up with this guy that was like super jealous and controlling Mm -hmm. or whatever and always all on your neck and stuff and you can't do nothing you can't wear the dress you want to dress that you got from hot miami style (laughs) and he all on your instagram and like trolling Mm -hmm. so then you meet this new person they're free and open and they just want to accept you for who you are. And just because they're different does not mean they're right for you. And also Girl, you love them. Been there, done that. Too. Right. Mm-hmm. And so That's that rebound. they may not care what you're doing because they, they may don't not care. care about you. Right. Exactly. So that doesn't necessarily equate like, oh, this yeah. is the person for me and I'm still in love or, you know. Either or, you might have had someone who didn't really care about what you were doing, and now you got this new person that's all in in your forehead every 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. But I think, like you said, when you're talking to the under 30, even some early 30s, I think it's all, you have to learn from your past experiences. Mm -hmm. If you are not really trying to learn from where you could have done something different, we're so quick to blame other people. You got to take a look at what did you do in that relationship 
How did you even get into that relationship? Yeah. Like you said, it's like, where did I go wrong? Because mm-hmm. it, you go wrong. Everyone, you do something wrong. Either you're not, like you said, you didn't tell dude you loved him. The other dude, you didn't even give him the opportunity to be in a relationship yeah. with you. So you have to look at those things and be like, oh, well, I need to communicate more. <laughs> I could probably work on my communication. Right. Oh, I can. Oh, that's always top of my list. Communication. Because I live in my head so much. Let me tell you. So I had tried to check the boo today. Be a text message. <laughs> really? I did. I tried. Because I asked I him to do something. And he was kind of like being around the bush and put all these stipulations on it or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, all you had to do was say this, this, and this. And he promptly does what he does. He picks up the phone and calls me. <laughs> And he's like, no, listen, all you had to do was say this, this, and this, and I would have known, and I could have given you a proper response if you would have started the conversation with enough information. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so you just call me to prove your point? Is that what you call me for? You're wasting out my daytime minutes, (laughs) sir. Get off of my phone. (laughs) And it just be one, I was like. Oh, <laughs> Why you gotta call me though? I was trying to get some straightening via text message. However, comma, because he's smart, he realizes that I'm actually deflecting the blame because I am really at fault here. And I tried to kind of wrap my fault up in it, like, well, I mean, I know I didn't do this, this and this, but but he's like, no, there's no but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to you anymore. Is I'm this not, call over? Oh, I'm it's been, over. You, don't you need to get back to work or something? Like, <laughs> y'all are crazy. Bye, I gotta go, I gotta go. Because <laughs> <laughs> <gotta> go. <laughs> you know, she back on her minutes. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I low-key should be, though. Because nobody's Girl. calling me but him and, and many guys. Like, I get two people calling me, too. And then my, my siblings will call randomly to check on me because, you know, I don't call nobody. I could go back to... Remember when T-Mobile had, like, your fave five? Oh, yes. And you get unlimited calls yes. for, like, five people? I could low-key live off I could that do for the that. rest of my life. I could, in my data plan. Because, yeah. honestly, I don't really want to talk to too many people anyway. No, I'm calling that phone. <laughs> it's so dry. It's to see how I'm... Like, it's so dry. <laughs> anyway. So, let me ask you this. Yes. Who, in in your past relationships, mm-hmm. who was first to say, I love you? Oh, gosh. I don't even remember. Have you ever been the first to say it? Um, probably. I would say yes. Really? I think so. I mean, but my memory sucks ass. Um, <laughs> it does. I tell, I, once it's over, it never happened in my mind. But um, <laughs> Have you ever said it and like was like, oh. Yes. I kind of need to take that back. Yes. Like, I said that too soon. Absolutely. Really? I think so. But did you continue the relationship with the person? Yeah, I did. And so it's like, eventually I mean it. Right. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. So it felt right in that moment. Was it like during intercourse? No. I don't think I ever... I, I try to make a mind mindful note not to... I, even if we were in a relationship and I've said it, I usually wouldn't say it during sex anyway. Really? Mm-mm. Why? I don't know. Girl, I don't say anything. <laughs> no. I gave you my income tax check. <laughs> I can't. I cannot deal with you. But it's good. I'm liable to say <laughs> Yes, you can buy my car for a month. I'm co-signing on that loan. Yes. 
absolutely. Now look, my social security number is. <laughs> I can't. No, absolutely. But see, my problem will be drinking and having sex. I don't remember what happened. That's terrible. Mm. You didn't say some stuff you don't even know. You I'm said. sure I have. I'm sure of it. That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever said it first. Really? Yeah. Hell, you only said it once. Yeah. Well, and then, twice. I mean, so you did I, say I, it first. I said I love you. They don't oh. mean I really meant it. <laughs> my bad. Said a whole lot of stuff in my lifetime. <laughs> Didn't mean it. Don't mean I meant it. Um, no, I mean, it's just like thinking back on like the last three relationships. I know I didn't say it first. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel pretty confident. I didn't say it first with the boo, but you know, he has a different recollection of history than I do. Mm-hmm. And he swears that like, I get the story wrong on the podcast all the time. And I'm like, well, guess what? You don't have a podcast. <laughs> Come on up, call me. I'll have you on. A, uh, we'll record on a low. Nope. No? Okay. Nope. Um, <laughs> but I probably could have said it first to him mm. because I was kind of the one expressing interest yeah. more than him. But if I did, it would have been like a. I don't, like, because I ain't got a lot of game. Mm. You don't? No, I do. I'm saying I got oh, a lot of game and okay. I run a lot of game. And I had like ran some game on the boo in the beginning. <laughs> I'm sure you did. He's aware of now. Uh huh. But you know my well, typical like. Now. <laughs> I mean, it worked. <laughs> you know. Uh huh. But my typical like tips and tricks and stuff and like you know my tools that if everything else ain't working, you got to bring this out. We so have to talk about it. this off air. What are oh, these yeah. tips and tricks? You, you got to have like a couple of like crying sequences. Oh and shit! <laughs> you know. uh... I'm not talking to you at all for like the next however long until you do what I want you to do. And, <laughs> oh my God, you did this thing that hurt me so bad, but it really didn't. I just want you to like yeah. grovel or like um, the um, like when you're in this like courting phase and you want to like have them hooked when you hit them with the like, I had a dream about you last night. Oh yeah. We did talk about some of these. Girl, okay. I don't really dream like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you are too funny. I don't sleep that art. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. But it worked at the time, though. See, I mean, you use your game until you realize. <sighs> yeah, you don't need game. Might have got used on me when I thought I was using game. Oh. No. Mm. Then there's that. <laughs> then there's that. Now I'm hooked, and we're stuck. And three years later, you know, you're cohabitating. But. I don't have a problem with saying it first. I don't have a... If I mean it. If I mean it, I don't have a problem. Like, I don't throw it out there too easily. And I know we were actually talking yesterday. So, I have a question. Is it love if the other person doesn't love you back? So, what happens if you tell a person you love them and they're like, okay, or... Okay. (laughs) Thanks for sharing. (laughs) Right to order. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's never happened to me. I don't. I don't think. But again, so I don't think the other person's reaction to you saying it or their feelings towards, towards you, you have anything to do with your love. Mm-hmm. However, common it has a lot to do with your ego. Yes, 
And it goes back to what you said. <laughs> your ego is going to make you make decisions about this relationship Based that you probably thoughts. can't undo. Mm-hmm. And if you're the type of person who rarely puts yourself out there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like really you're hesitant to do it and maybe you've been hurt before or maybe you put yourself out there and somebody's kind of shot you down you've been yeah. rejected. And if you do that and they don't reciprocate, it's going to be a problem. It is. Yeah. So it, at that point, it's not going to matter if you yeah. love them or not. Your ego is mentally. just going to take over. But then I just, to me, that means you you shouldn't have said it anyway. Nah, that's not true. Well, I say that because if you're, you should, your feelings should never be dependent upon someone's response. But you can't change who you are. Well, that's what I mean. But if you know you're that type of person, then you shouldn't be saying it first. So what if you're trying something different? If you've always been operating in the same way, like Mm. I'm a wait, I'm going to wait to expose myself or let my wall down Mm -hmm. until I feel, you know, 100% confident, then you're going to keep getting the same results. And so maybe if in this relationship, it's like, okay, let me, well, let me try being vulnerable and see what happens. But then you have to go fully with it and be vulnerable. You can't be just snatching it back and be like, mm, snapping your neck because he didn't say it back to We're you. We're human beings. <laughs> we would love to think <laughs> I mean, we're you able might... to fully evolve. But normally, if I give you like a baby step, that's probably, I've worked up a lot of nerves to get, that baby to, get to that baby step. I cannot control what happens after that. Oh. I might like slip a table and throw some drinks at you. What you mean you don't love me? <laughs> so I wonder, do guys say it back just because of something like that? I would hope so. <laughs> Wait, Wait. you want to be lied to? Lie to me in this moment. Yes, it goes back to like the engagement. Don't, don't, don't like have somebody proposing to you in front of a billion people yeah, and, say, and you no. say no. Just say say yes say, in this girl, moment. I agree. Say that. Like ego is a thing. It like, is. Shame, being embarrassed cuts people to the core. There are people who are willing to take their own lives because they've been shamed and embarrassed. That's true. So if you must, if you even care about me, a a little bit, a little twinge, just say, I love you back. Right. And then low-key break up with me a week later. Well, because the whole thing is, just like I said, just because I love you doesn't mean I'm in love with you. But damn it, if you don't say it back, you're right. What is it going to hurt? And I haven't (laughs) met a man who ain't willing to say what he needs to say in the moment anyway. Right, well, that's true, too. There ain't a man that's going to be like, you know what? I've been thinking about it. (laughs) And I don't think my feelings are quite at the level that you're feeling. Like, no man is saying that. (laughs) She all googly-eyed and looking good at, like, brunch or something. And she's like, I love you. He's going to be like, I love you, too. (laughs) Where are we going after this? Can I get the check, please? <laughs> That's true. But I think men also realize that they they kind of, or I'm not even going to say men. I'm going to say the dominant person in the relationship, yeah. the dominant personality realizes that they take on the responsibility of being the person that says it first. Goodness. So how do you know who's the dominant person in the relationship? Oh, you know. How? It's very clear. The person who's always a little more aggressive, a little more kind of take charge, um, I don't know. Uh, I've been told I'm a little aggressive, but not by guys like a smidgen, oh, like a corner piece, just a little bit. Just asking, like, like a whisper, <laughs> a whisper. Yes. Look, <laughs> listen. But mm. those are my friends. So, gosh, but I don't think I'm aggressive in relationships. <laughs> yeah, know. but no man is gonna say. 
I really like you, but you aggressive. Like, I don't, like, and I mean, it might come out in an argument, but then at that point, you're not taking it on anyway. I guess so. He can say anything in an argument. You know, right. Like, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know what I've been through. Like, you're not going to listen anyway. <laughs> you're like, oh, God. your feet stink. No, they don't. <laughs> my feet ain't never stink before. <laughs> you can get out of my house. You know. We don't listen in an argument. No, I'm straight black. I feel like I black out in arguments. So I start record. I started recording them. Recording your arguments? Yeah. How do you do that? On your phone. Girl, I'd be too mad. No, you know why I did it? it? I did it in my last relationship. I did it because we kept having the talk, like the conversation over and over. And I was like, what am I not? What am I missing? So Mm -hmm. I recorded, I think, one of our last conversations. And I was just like, just wanted to make sure I was, uh, you know, said everything I needed to say. <laughs> and that I heard him correctly as well. So, I mean, you know. Should I record an argument? So, one, now that you're saying it on the podcast, I can't record it without the boo knowing because he listens. <laughs> he going to be checking the phone. <laughs> right. But then, two, it's really just going to be like me listening to yeah. myself. Oh, because he'll argue with you. Well, see, it wasn't an argument. <laughs> Let me, I retract that. So, it wasn't an argument. We just had a convert. We were sitting down having a conversation. I haven't, so I'm still learning how to have like that conversation. Mm-hmm. Unless it's something where he has an issue with me mm-hmm. and I'm trying to formulate, like <laughs> I'm only quiet when I'm thinking. Yes. You coming up with your point. So, yeah. So I'm like, okay, what's my strategy on how yeah. to like turn this back around on him? <laughs> what am I going to say to get out of this? Gosh, did he notice that I did that? <laughs> Mind you, while she's in her head, she's not listening to a damn oh, no. thing. I'm formulating my plan. It's right. like, you know, like, I'm like a general. I'm getting my soldiers together. This is like, why you got to record it. Can I bring back some old stuff from two Girl. weeks ago? Yeah. But if it's me, mm-hmm. I'm just going. Oh, God. mouth is just well, see, moving. It takes me a lot to get to that point because I'm not a big arguer. Because you're a good person. But once I pop off, the pop is off. Yeah, I mean, I get so... He was... So my ex was like, we were arguing one day. And I bucked at him. You know how big he is. He was okay, like, so let me get this. Like, you bucked to do what? Like, what exactly... Were you planning? Did you think he was going to flinch? Did you think you were scaring somebody? I know. You thought you was going to run something? <laughs> yes. I'm sure he meant to do like, no. she just fully lost her mind. I'm just and I think that was our first argument. So afterwards, like, you know, everything calmed down, whatever. He was like, yo, you really, you really bucked at me. Like, child will pin you up and have right. you, like, on the floor saying uncle. Right. <laughs> I was like, yo, because I just be... Once I'm to, like, I'm like zero to 60. There's no, you know, I'm a slow burn though. Mm-hmm. But once I'm burnt, oh, I kind of pop off. It's just, like I said, I black out. Cause I just, yeah. Zero to a hundred. Real quick. Well, not even real quick. That's the thing. It's like. It takes a, it takes a while. But once I'm there and you got me going, I'm like. I would probably be, if I was a man, I would, I mean, even as a woman, I might be abusive. Yeah, I mean, you should be like, you Calm down. But that's why I don't argue. You need some strategies or something. Well, you know what it is? Because growing up with my brother, very yeah. physical. We fought yeah. like that. I mean, talking, no. 
I'm hitting you with shit. I mean, we scrapping, like, yeah, so. You know, maybe, <laughs> like, your rearing as a child has a lot to do with how you, like, how you act in relationships. I think so. Because I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest, too. But by, like, a stretch. Yeah. So, um, I would have been too young for my brother and sister to do anything okay. to me. Yeah. So, it's more like, I want my way. Right. Leave me alone. I'm going to tell mommy daddy. And for me, we're only, my brother and I are only three years apart. So we were at it all the time. My brother and sister used to like mm-hmm. go at it and stuff, which is probably why my sister is so tough. And mm. she's the oldest, but my brother's like way bigger than her. So it's like, <laughs> you can only pop right. me up until like maybe middle school. <laughs> right. And I can get with you. But for me, it's like, so if my brother's in middle school, I might have been like in second grade. Okay. They can't do nothing to me. So it's no. like, no, I'm not going to do anything. Right. I'm going to go hide in mom and dad's room. So they get home so I can tell on all of you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so being treated like, okay, let's just give Keisha her way mm-hmm. so that we don't get in trouble or don't expect her to do anything because she's not going to contribute. Right. <laughs> you want to watch Cinderella on VHS all day? Okay. Right. Watch just Cinderella on VHS. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you run and go take a bath. When right. You do that carpool. Right. <laughs> okay, that's my only responsibility. All right. <laughs> and so I think now in relationships, I've always felt like I don't understand why you're not catering to me. Right. You don't see all of this. Right. I've been catered to my husband. <laughs> you know, my brother and sister to some point still kind of take care of yeah. me and kind of coddle me because I'm the youngest and I can like I can say whatever mm-hmm. and they're just like, no, go sit down. Right. <laughs> Right. Okay. And so I think in arguments, it's always like, I want to get my point out. I'm right. I'm Mm -hmm. right. I got to get my point out. And he's just like, are you done? (laughs) I am so tired of hearing your mouth. But I go 100 on everything. I'm 100 on you and take the garbage out. Oh, God. I'm 100 on why it's the fan on. Why you left the door open in the bathroom? You know I was taking a shower. You know I get cold and I get chill bumps. It gets too cold in here. Um, Why did you leave your razors on my side of the vanity? You know, if you knew I was coming up here for lunch, why you weren't ready? Because I've been waiting for like 11 minutes. And he is just the patient, kind, caring... Because I think, I think deep, deep down inside, he thinks I'm crazy. I think, like, deep down inside, he thinks um, I have to stay with her because it is my assignment from God to make sure that she don't harm herself because she is crazy. Yeah, and to keep her off medication. I'm like, and you don't think you're a little crazy? No, not at all. Okay, okay. Or low-key, he might just stay around because of many goddess. He might feel sorry for her. <laughs> Like, you shouldn't have to bear the brunt of having her as a mother by yourself. I can't. I can't. So, I'm going to stay around to spare this child (laughs) of this crazy woman. Because she is crazy. I mean, I was fussing about something the other day. Oh, fussing about dishwasher being on. Because it was like still dishes in the sink, but the dishwasher uh-huh. was on. I was like, but why would you turn it on? And I'm just fussing wasn't at full? me. God, it wasn't full oh. enough. And she felt like it was full. And I was like, it's mm-hmm. not. And he was like, I'll wash your dishes. <laughs> just stop. I'll do it. Right. Don't fuss at her. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. It's everybody's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All I want is for you guys to do everything that I say every day. 
<laughs> and the house would run in order. <laughs> and that's how you know it's love. For men, if you're willing to deal with a crazy woman, mm-hmm. it is love. I think it's easier for, um, for men to realize it's love than women. I think because we go through so many emotions and, you know, trying to figure figure it all out, I think. I think we over... I know I tend to overthink it more than I would hope. To. I hope I'm overthinking it more than a guy would. You can do an easy test. I think it's an easy test. Mm-hmm. If this person left your life mm-hmm. tomorrow, not on some tragedy stuff, because that'd be terrible. Yeah. But if they walked away from you tomorrow, do you lose anything? So I think I look at it like, I need him mm-hmm. in my life for a particular reason. Mm-hmm. And not on some like financial, like right. I can pay yeah. my own bills or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there is something that I gain mm-hmm. from having him as a partner. And I think that's 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 a little bit of a test of love. Like, I'm not saying he has to be who I want him to be. Right. Who he is as an individual, the package that he comes in, I like it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, and I gain something from being with him, from sharing my space with him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's oh, a good test. Yeah, I think that is a good test. Because if it's lush, you if you if you in it for the booty, you can get booty anywhere. Yeah, unless it's great, awesome, and amazing. I mean, you can eventually find Gosh. amazing booty somewhere. Put the work in to find it. I'm, I'm only kidding, but and the, but even with good booty, you ain't gonna put up with good booty for anything. Though. Oh hell no! Yeah, no, because I can be, I can be celibate. I mean, I was celibate not too long ago. <laughs> I was. Is there any way we can retract these lies? <laughs> Lie detector test. Yes, and like the Richter is going off the scale, ma'am. Like again, just because you are not currently seeing anyone does not make you celibate. Like that is not the definition of the word. Hmm. Let me look this definition Please. up. Please. <laughs> Please. I don't understand. Look it up and I guarantee you won't see a picture of Hey Cutie next to nope. it. <laughs> you might. What something is not <laughs> abstaining from marriage? Oh, abstaining from marriage and sexual relations? Oh, really? Yeah, typically for religious reasons. A person who abstains from marriage and sexual relations. Wow, I don't know marriage. Okay. So, so tell me again. I'm 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 voluntarily not married, so I mm-hmm. am celibate. Get the hell out of here. Okay. <laughs> it says, it says, is the state of voluntary, voluntarily being unmarried, comma, sexually abstinent, comma, or both, usually for religious reasons. Okay. So one, we know it's not for religious reasons. That I'm not married? For any of it. <laughs> okay. If I ain't talk to Jesus, I know you've been talking to me. I have. I speak to Jesus all the time. So Jesus know that you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) Two, abstaining from something like, hey, there's this wine and this liquor and all these nice drinks in front of me. But even though my friends are offering them to me. I'm not going to partake. So I abstained from alcohol for 10 days when I did my cleanse. We're not talking about alcohol. 
We're talking about sex. Oh. <laughs> so, because there is no one in, you know, your, your fave five currently that you're into is not the same as abstaining. It just means you ain't got nobody to partake in with. There's always someone to partake in with. No, no, no. That's like there's always no. well liquor. No. You're right. <laughs> okay? There's always well. There's <laughs> always a bottle of Burnett somewhere. <laughs> You're right. So okay. what we're, we're going to think of a new word for you. I'm going to call it a drought. List. But <laughs> I'm not even doing that right now. I mean, I was talking about before. Look, I was talking about before. Ooh, and it was for like two days. It wasn't though. It was months. Maybe three days. It was like months. 45 days. <laughs> like a month and a half. So I'll give you months. Two months. Two months. months. <laughs> 45 days. Probably. Anyway. Anyway, so that wraps up another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Um, as usual, you guys leave us feedback on Facebook, Instagram, and hit us up on the website, drinktowermarried.com. If you have questions like the one today from our listener, you can ask them anonymously at ask.fm backslash drink to remarried, or you can send them to our email at drink to remarried at gmail.com. Absolutely. And if you send it through email or just let us know you want to remain anonymous and we'll do that as well. They'll probably be anonymous, even if you don't say you want to be anonymous, because I don't want to be liable for like breaking up your happy home. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah, depending on the question, no, we you will not. Question about well whether or not you should leave your baby daddy because you got a baby from your cousin. Mm-hmm. Huh? Girl, I, that's a no. I mean, that's a yes. Leave his ass. Not Mari here, so you will be anonymous, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um, until the next time. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. With it being our 40th episode, whoop, whoop. means that we're over half of a year. Wait, there's only 50-something weeks in a year. I know, right? Oh, my so goodness. We're, like, Coming up quickly. You guys just don't know. So we're just like, you know, two women who just want to drink and share our opinions. <laughs> yes. And to have made it this far and have so many listeners and to have random people listening and giving us feedback and it's awesome um, yeah i do enjoy we it. love it so we want to keep it coming we want to keep it going so stay tuned and leave us reviews and get us on the new and newsworthy page on yes iTunes. on itunes get us up there we need reviews five star please yes support support us like y'all supported that wash the glove mixtape huh? ever, ever. <laughs> right if you haven't heard it <laughs> Please, I beg each of you to go to SoundCloud and look up the Watch the Glove mixtape. I'm posting it on Instagram and Twitter, so it'll be out there. It's low-key hot. It is. I'm ashamed to say it, but it is. I was like, I want to meet whoever recorded that for them because they, I know they made some money off of that. For real. So, yeah, support us like y'all support that mixtape. <laughs> All right, till the next time. Cheers. Cheers.